0: This is the Business of Leadership Series Minute with your host, the best selling author of Don't Buy a Duck, and founder of MarketingStrategyHero.com, Derek Champagne. We've got a guest in the studio today. A lot of times our guests are outside the area, so I love it that we've got somebody in here today. It's a great energy that way. Uh, looking them in the eye, having a great conversation instead of Skype. We've got John Collins. He's a dynamic executive with a background in business consulting and financial management with prominent warehouse organizations such as Wells Fargo and Merrill Lynch. In addition to having established his own consumer brands and being among the top 1% of Amazon sellers, he's the founder and CEO of OmniX, a leading amazon management firm based here in northwest arkansas they leverage deep expertise in the field of e-commerce to partner with some of the most recognizable consumer brands and drive their continued growth and success on the amazon platforms john thanks for being with us today i'm awesome to be here or i'm glad to be here thank you so much derek we do the 12-week year here, which is a Brian Moran book. I'm actually interviewing him in a couple of weeks. And uh, he talks about building your years around 12 weeks and mm-hmm. keeping focused. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some of our studies, we, we found this this motion-induced blindness where there's movement in the background. You'll see four dots. Yeah. And if you're real clear on your vision, you focus on that. The other dots actually disappear. Your mind plays a trick on you, and they disappear. That's so we it. say if you have built your vision clearly and you have the time frame of when you're going to build it, focus on it let the others disappear and you recognize them you recognize them as distractions because of how clear your vision is that's right but otherwise you don't know you think oh that's oh, part of the opportunity cool.
1: that, oh that's cool right uh, yeah
0: we should do that and your yeah. team has to keep jumping with you and your resources have to keep being Diluted to go in those different directions. When
1: you're crystal clear in that vision, for me, it then becomes a race. How quickly can we get there? Of course, we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we have our wheels tightened on before we start to race the car. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But once we have that team, we are crystal clear in the vision. The car is built. We're ready to go. How quickly can we get down that road? Yeah. And so, when you kind of, I think, when you imagine it at that level, those other kind of side dots or there are these pit stops. Why are we making these pit stops here? Right. You know, here's right. here's. Let's get there.
0: That's great. I love that. Tell me, let's talk about your business, okay. your current business, let's talk about OmniX and just kind of share with me what you do, who your customer is, and just take a few minutes and walk us through. Sure. Your, all of that. So, um,
1: maybe it'll also help if, if I, maybe I give a little bit of background at this point around how OmniX came to be. Please. So, um, I'll kind of give you the a lo- little bit longer answer than what okay. typically give around what OmniX does. Um, so, like we mentioned earlier, my background is in finance, and uh, the, the last organization I worked with was Merrill Lynch. And it came a situation where my family and I were, kind of, we were contemplating moving, we we're co- actually contemplating moving back to California. And, um, you know, one of the things about being in finance is, at least the area of finance and investment management that I was in, we have a book of business that's fairly localized. It becomes much harder. It's not impossible, but much harder to manage a book of business when you're 2,500 miles away from all your clients. Sure. Okay? So that was, it kind of got me started thinking about, hey, what are some things that I can do that's not dependent on John, right? So it really got me thinking back again about building a brand. And... Enter Amazon. I'll, I'll kind of share a little bit around my experience with Amazon and how I even how that why that was a target. Sure. So when I was I mentioned that my business consulting uh, company that I owned, one of the things I did with that with that company was I wrote a book. And because we were consulting and we were kind of looking to get some um, considerable fees for our consulting, and a great entry point for about our services was for writing a book. It talks about why this is a need and really kind of outlining our value. Here's all the things that go into Mm -hmm. what we do, or we can just do it for you. (laughs) So I wrote a book that talked about that. And so um, we did so many different things at that time around uh, doing press releases and interviews and doing all these different things. One of the places that we listed the book was on Amazon. And when I say listed, that's exactly what we did. We put up a listing. And once that happened, I was doing all those different things. I thought the sales were going to start coming in. Sure. That didn't happen, Derek. <laughs> and so I started, that's when I was like, you know, why is, you know, I'm, I'm putting in my my different keywords and things like that, that I, that, you know, and by the way, putting in the, the time frame there, that's back when you still thought of Amazon as more of a place where you go to buy books. Sure. Okay? Right. So, you know, it's kind of, it's not the same Amazon as today, but I start putting the keywords in and I would say, why is my book showing up on page 10 or 15 or 20 versus this guy's what's what's going into that mm. and that was probably about the first key that i thought that those guys or realization that i had that those guys that are showing up on the first page they're doing things much different than i'm doing mm. why do they have so many different reviews why is their pages built up much more elaborately than mine and all those different things that I started to notice there's a big these we're playing two entirely different games sure. and that was my kind of, it was a failure, right? Um, the book was a pretty, was a failure, but also when I look at that silver lining, it was my first introduction to Amazon, not as a consumer, but as a seller. Hmm. And that was before many people were on that Amazon as a, as a seller and kind of going into, you know, in terms of their dashboards and all those different metrics there. So, um, another thing I'll, I'll kind of bring up there that, what I kind of talked to some of the, the newer entrepreneurs, I'm, I'm doing some things there with U of A to talk to some of the newer right. entrepreneurs. And kind of a tagline or kind of a, a repeat thing I'm, I'm talking about is don't forget to fail. Right. Success comes from the failures, right? I think you, do, you maybe agree with that as well. Yeah, You're mentioning, you know some of the failures that had with previous companies. Right. There's still a lot of great learnings that come from there. It's the action. You, know, right. you learn things that didn't work, but you also learn some things that did work, right? right. So that was my first real big failure with Amazon, but what that put me on is this path to realize, okay, what's what are those guys that are on the first page? Why are they there? What are they doing differently? So, well, I was, um, you know, again, we're fast forward a few years. And at this point, I'm at Merrill Lynch. And I was thinking, hey, I, I can get on, you know, I can create my own brand. And I said, you know, I'm going to focus on Amazon. Hmm. And, um, but this time around, I'm going to do it a lot different than what I did with the book. And so, you know, long story short, I created a... Um, At that time, the first brand that I created was a a brand in the nutritional supplement space. And I started with one product, and I went to Amazon, and I I, I focused on the things that the other guys were not focused on. We had great content. We had great images. We had a lot more reviews than everyone else. I focused on getting reviews. Mm -hmm. I focused on all those other kind of trial and error type of things that realized that are speaking to Amazon's algorithm. And the product and, and the brand started doing exceptionally well started adding other products to it. I came up with other brands. And so I did that for a number of years, just launched my own brands. And again, focused primarily on, on, on the Amazon piece. Mm-hmm. And so, at that time, while, yes, there was other larger brands on Amazon, they were doing what I did with the book, which was just, we just listed. Sure. Right? Right. They were checking a box saying, hey, our product's up on Amazon. But they weren't actually looking at the metrics and actually thriving on the platform. So, it allowed a guy like myself to go in and just dominate, you know, for all the keywords. like be on the first page and all those things. And so… I was doing that for a number of years, and I had a good friend of mine that was a director at one of the local shopper marketing shopper marketing agencies. What they actually did was they built um, what was called brand equity pages on walmart.com. Okay. As you may know, Walmart had a very limited amount of actual um, um, vendors that they allowed to build pages on walmart.com. And it's still that way now. But at right. that time, there was really, I believe, only two that worked, that could build those pages. Right. And so they did a lot with Walmart.com. And my friend shares with me, he's like, hey, John, I know you're doing a lot of cool stuff on Amazon with your own brands, but we've got all these great brands that we work with on Walmart. And these guys are starting to ask us about Amazon all the time. Right. And he says, we don't know anything about Amazon. You know, They think that because we do Walmart, we know Amazon. Sure. And he's like, would you mind kind of just consulting with us? We have a brand that comes in. And um, wants to talk about Amazon and you can at least be there and be, you know, our, our, um, our mouth, if you will, to talk about Amazon. And I was like, you know, that actually sounds kind of cool. You know, I've never really kind of thought about that, right. but it's interesting. And so I started doing that and I realized that, man, I was having these these uh, these meetings with these multi-billion dollar brands that are just completely killing it in brick and mortar. but. You know, they were looking at me like I had, you know, three heads when I talk about some of the very, very basic things about e-commerce, right. and that was kind of the first time I realized that hey, I could continue working and focusing on my own brands, or I could take some of these same strategies and you actually add that into a brand that actually has brand notoriety and has brand equity. It would be like on steroids, right? right. And so that was kind of the, that was the shift, and that was the creation of, of OmniX. I have a partner. Who worked with also a different uh, digital marketing agency here locally. He was working with some of the brands, and they, he also shared there were some brands that were kind of talking about Amazon, and right. and so we kind of we uh, we teamed up, and that was the launch of AmiX, and that was back in early 2015. Awesome.
0: Hey, if you're a small business owner and you need help working through some upper limit challenges, you need a board of personal advisors, you need help with your growth. Go visit DerekChampagneMastermind.com.